Thank you for listening to Sit With Us podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at sitwithusonline at gmail.com. Visit us on soundcloud.com. Search Sit With Us. Thank you for joining this week on Sit With Us. What's up? How's it going, everyone? Uh, fall weather has hit, and my allergies are in 10, 1,000 right now. Honey, I don't know how many coughs we're about to have to mute out of And this. sneezes. Look, I'm backed away from the mic, so y'all don't have to listen to my small sniffles, but fall is here in Oklahoma. It was cold this morning. Yeah, and now hot outside on the way. I went from a sweater over this dress to now just a sundress. I took a clear tin, so we're going to see. We're going we gonna to make it through. We're going to make it, but... Y'all bear with us. <laughs> yeah, bear bear with us through these times. <laughs> um, so we're going to jump right in today on some Black Lives Matter things. Um, there is a website that I wanted to kind of share with you guys. It's called joincampaignzero.org. Everything's spelled out exactly the way it's supposed to be, all one word. And basically, it has information regarding the upcoming election, policy agendas that the federal, state, and local government should take, You know, for example, like decriminalizing nonviolent offenses and uh, marijuana possession and things like that. So have you looked into that at all? Not at all. And so I'm so glad that you um, shared that resource because you know how I've kind of checked out on the whole um, voting and everything, the mm-hmm. upcoming election, and I'm just checked out. And I, I know I don't, I'm not the only one. So no, you're, you're not. So I, this will be great. We need to get caught up, get informed, so we can go out there and make get a informed. difference. So I can know who I need to march and protest. Now against. today, <laughs> on on my timeline, so I was, you know, I followed DeRay, which is a uh, a protester in the Black Lives Matter, and he was kind of talking about this website, but he was saying the people who run it. How he's not really feeling them because these are the people who kind of have like that are against him on the timeline and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. So, but is the information factual? That's why I was going to get to yeah. that the information is so factual. So, and so I know that he was kind of talking about it, but when I went to the website, it had a lot of information on there. So, mm-hmm. I say support who you're going to support. Get the information where you can get it Yeah, call we, it a day. We don't always have to agree on everything. We don't have to kumbaya. But as long as we... As the work is getting done. Exactly. As the work getting done, the information is being shared, and as long as it's correct... Then that's how it should be handled. Yeah, let it be. Going forward. Just let it be. So Keep your personal beefs to yourself. To now off the, the timeline. Now Keep it's not the timeline. The time. um, now, on, there's going to be the 20th anniversary of the Million Man March. Do you remember where you were when the first one happened? No. I do. I remember being at home and watching it on TV, and I was like, oh, these black men. No, I'm playing. I was a kid. I was a kid. I didn't care then. But I was watching it like, wow, all these people came together. together. This is so awesome. So this is a really big event. It's mm-hmm. the 20th anniversary. It's it's um, under Farrakhan. Minister Farrakhan is, is going to be over it. And the theme of it is justice or else. Yeah. And so kind of like their, their motto or whatever is we want justice, we want equal justice under the law, we want justice, hang on, um, applied equally regardless to creed or class or color. And so that's kind of like the the running theme for them. I thought it was dope when I read through the site that it's black people, brown people. Yes. Like he's calling everyone out and saying we all need to march because we are all having this issue. And I particularly like the or else. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Yo, this is what we need. We are demanding human rights. Yeah. This is huge. And then the or else, I was just scrolling through. It was like, okay, what you 
Uh-huh. What, what else our, you got? What's our next plan? What we going to do? You guys can get more information if you go to just, uh, I think it's justiceorales.com to give you more information. Now, another thing that came out with it was that Will and Jada donated. They came off some money. They like, came off 150000 to the event. Which is supposed to take effect on or take place on October the tenth. Yeah, and um, they said though that they are still lacking like two million dollars. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To make this pop off, and so he's soliciting other celebrities to be just as generous. But um, I think Will Smith, they said he attended the first Million Men uh-huh. March, and so that's why. Oh, he, it's full it, circle for him. Yeah, so it was on his heart to to give, and I just think that's so dope because finally, I think people are starting to say something. I, and I had a quick question about that for you, mm-hmm. so. Well, I mean, it's it's it is dope when you find that one of your faves is in support of the movement. It's, mm-hmm. it's because so many people are afraid to put, you know, to attach their the name to it. Yeah. Now, in that same vein, though, the people and I'm talking about I'm not talking about Will Smith and all them, mm-hmm. but the people who are coming out now saying Black Lives Matter. Do you think it's a trendy thing to kind of say? Do you think it's genuine or do you think it matters? As long as it's being said, or what do you feel I think about it, that? I think it always matters as, as long as they're saying it and they're saying the right things and not being Correct, idiots. right. Um, whether <laughs> whether well. their intentions are pure, that's... that's irrelevant? Something. Yeah, irrelevant? Well, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily relevant or not, because I don't think everybody everybody's um, motives appear in the civil rights movement. That's true. So, right. But I mean, it, they still got things done and they still got things changed. And so for that time we cried for celebrities to be more vocal. And so now that they are, I'm not, as long as they ain't saying nothing dumb, as long as they're not, I mean, it's ruined. It's who, so, what did me along say? Some all lives matter. Did she say something like that? I think, I don't know if it was her, but I know you, Somebody recently and came out another said that. and some other black football player guy I don't know his name nor do I care but he came out with some all lives as long as you ain't saying no mess like that then yes I support you fist in the air <laughs> what up up and so yeah I just thought it was real cool that Will and Jada did that and I'm just like who's next who else is gonna give some who's money especially to Farrakhan because he has been seen as so extremist yeah at, at controversial. times and controversial and so but. I'm when I'm telling you I was down yeah. doing his thing and saying that hey we need to come together. I also and I'm not one to want to divert attention from the police brutality, but I also liked how he had a spiel in there about what we need to do to build our own communities. Yeah, I thought that was cool, and it's just like you're right, you're right. There yes. are things there are things that, that we can need be to do. done. That we and, need to do well. A big part of that too is that the communities I feel like is a part that that has been lacking in the movement so far that I've seen is the churches. The churches, I mean, supposedly their first, you know, their first thing is, of course, the church. Mm -hmm. And then the communities outside of that, where are they? Where's the black church? I don't, where are they? They're they're absent from the movement, I want to say. Yeah, it's... I haven't seen a big church attach themselves to the movement, have you? Okay, so let me tell you, I have two instances. Yesterday, I went to People's Church, and I was really excited and nervous to attend because the the um, story was going to be about... Uh-huh. The um, race together? Race together, race together, thank you. So, like, I was nervous because... I wasn't sure how he was going to handle it, it because it's a diverse church. Mm-hmm. We have all ethnicities, backgrounds in there, even age-wise. There's a there's a big a range. A wide range. And financial-wise, there's a, a, a lot of rich range. people that go to rich that, people, too. Rich people, poor people. Like, we all mixed up in Together. there. Together. And 
And that's I, what I love about the church. Exactly. The, the same things that I'm, I'm talking about that made me a little nervous are the same thing that drew me there. Because I was like, this is awesome. Right. He even mentioned, like, the most segregated time is Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. Everybody going to white church, black church, Asian churches. Right. Like, everything. So I, I went um, to go and, and hear this sermon to see how he would deliver. And I was disappointed. Okay, tell me about it, because I missed that. I felt as if it was just another all lives matter kind of movement. Um, first thing, I, he, of course, made it scriptural. So he was like, racism is not about skin, it's about sin. And, you know, about how we hate and hating and things like that. So I was like, okay, I'm feeling you, so I'm taking my notes. But then the first few examples that he gave were about the Holocaust or about this Yugoslavian war and Armenian genocide. So you're Uh giving all of these worldwide examples when there are local in Oklahoma things that are happening things that have happened injustice wise and brutality wise Oklahoma but then I felt like you were trying to be really PC and say well you know it's not just black on black crime or what's happening and other groups too that go through it and it's like but what we're talking about our climate in mm-hmm. our country is that I just I can't talk about the Armenian genocide when I'm seeing the black genocide of black that's men and women here. happening. That's here. what's important to me right now. And I, I would and I would expect I can't say I would expect more out of him as a black man, but I would expect you to know the difference, to be able to know the difference between all lives matter versus all black lives matter yeah. here in the climate that our country is in right now. And one thing that was very apparent. And I don't think he took enough time to think about is that there is a difference between racism and prejudice. Yes. There is a huge difference. And when you are in front of a large audience like that, it is your responsibility to be well versed on these Mm -hmm. topics. Because I saw people nodding their heads in agreement to stuff that I was like, that's not right. Yeah. That isn't like in the dictionary. That's not right. Where he was talking about some. Oh, well, you know, one of our white church members felt grew up around black people and he was just so hurt when he couldn't sit at their table. How are you going to compare you not being able to sit, sit at, at a, a table, table versus people getting shot in the back? Right. Unarmed people. Like, to me, it's no comparison and your feelings might be hurt. And yeah, maybe that was mean. But we're talking about racism. The and truth there's a hurts di- sometimes, though. Sometimes there's you have to hold a mirror up and, and look at yourself in the mirror. And as a as a... <laughs> Not only are you over a multicultural church, but you have a mixed race family. Mm-hmm. It's you you know, your your black sons are gonna be viewed as black men. So mm-hmm. it's it it should be more to it than just I need and there's we all the world. This is a thing. This is a like I believe he said they're gonna be talking about this for the next month and a half. So this is was just the beginning of the series, to be fair. So maybe it'll However, it's just it, to me, I, I just feel like I'm holding my leaders to a higher standard of accountability. Yes, you're talking it should to this be. Many people, you have thousands of people coming in and out and to tell them these hokey-dokey stories, like all we need to do is love each other and that's going to make everything and that, better. And that's not going to fix the systematic love, racism that happens. And I believe in love. I believe mm-hmm. in the power of love, but we also need some other systematic reforms that are taking place. Because, yes. sir... Sir, I need you to be, I, I, I just need you to be authentic and I need you to be honest in this church house and in that pulpit. Right. Real. So that was tough to me. Girl, even, like, even at one point he said, I know some people probably sitting there thinking, I should grab the mic. I could tell it better than this. And I said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and I was like, Lord, convict me. But I sure did feel like this ain't right. Do you think that they've missed the mark as far as the church as a whole in support of this movement, what do you think? I 
Well, and see, I don't know because I don't know specifically what they do. Um, I know I've seen them, People's Church do amazing things in the black community yes. as far as going to schools mm-hmm. and, and donating backpacks and supplies and, and services, which has been awesome that they've specifically targeted those areas. But as far as this specific conversation, Mark was nowhere in sight. Yeah. Mark didn't yeah. exist in this place. And, and I thought that after the Charleston shooting that that would be a huge platform mm-hmm. for the, the black church to be like, okay, you know what? You know, just whatever they were mm-hmm. going to say, and it didn't happen still. Girl, okay, do you ever listen to, I sometimes forward them to you, but Pastor Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church? Yes, he's yeah, a, yeah. He's in Charlotte, North Carolina. He actually grew up in uh, Monk's Corner, South Carolina, and this is this, this white um, pastor. Look him up on YouTube, because his sermons be off the chain. But I was so shocked that he tackled the subject. And really beautifully, might I add. Like, he was so honest and so transparent about racism, about white privilege. Like, he had those conversations. And he said he was scared to do it, but he said, if not him, then who? Exactly. And he said, I need to have this conversation with my church. Because he also pastors a diverse church. Mm-hmm. And he said... I need to have this conversation. He said, I sang in a choir in Charleston. He said, I know these people. I know this situation, but I also know what drove them to it. And he said, I know how I was raised. And mm-hmm. I, he said, I know my father was incredibly racist and incredibly hateful. Mm-hmm. And these are things he tried to pour into me. So he talked about that and then how to remedy that in in the white community. Like he was right. really talking to that. And I wanted that same kind of honest yes. conversation. From you my want pastor. that from mm-hmm. you want that, especially my pastor that looks like me. Yes, don't absolutely. be afraid to have that conversation. And so, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely going to tune in for the for the rest of them because I wanna I wanna flush it out and see where it goes. Yeah, but I can I can already say from day one I was a little disappointed. disappointed. Um, I don't know if you heard. I mean this this has been a few days, but the Yolanda Adams had spoken out in support of the Kim Davis situation. Have you kind of had seen? <laughs> Girl, I just took a deep breath, didn't even Listen, go Okay, so you're not even, this is not even a fight for you, ma'am. It's not even a fight for you. First of all, Kim Damn. Davis was trying to say that all this backlash that she's receiving is a persecution of her religion. No, it's not. It's because you broke the law. You are denying something that these people by law can have that has nothing to do with your religious beliefs. It's to do with you not wanting to do your job. What if now. I'm a vegan working at McDonald's? Can exactly. I not serve burgers or Listen. chicken nuggets? No, I still got to serve what's on the menu. And if that's your religious beliefs are that that important to you, then I need you to find a job where your your beliefs line up. Yep. Because clearly, this one ain't it, ma'am. This doesn't work for you. You and can't then, pick and choose what you want to do with your job. And then for Yolanda don't. Adams to choose this issue to speak. <sighs> ma'am, where you been? Where, Where have you, you been, been on the other stuff, Miss um, Gospel Singer? No, mm-mm. No. So I'm trying to keep it cute because she is a woman of God, but have a seat. Have a seat, ma'am. This ain't this ain't the fight for you to go you ahead go, and take. Mm-mm. Go reread. Go tuck some robes. I don't know what you need to do, but but go and do that over there. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, and we're going to move right on along. <laughs> so I want to talk about um. Amanda again, Amanda. I don't know how to say her name. I don't know who that is. The black rude girl from Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. We talk about her all the time, and I, I don't know how to say her name, so <laughs> I apologize. But she's coming out with a comic book that's called, I think it's Niobe, 
Um, and it's uh, about a young woman heroine, mixed race, mm-hmm. and she's like fighting the good fight. So I would say support that. It, I mean, it's, it's, a cute, it's a good so look. That's so exciting to it's me. It's a good look. And you know, you don't realize how important it is that you need to have characters like that. Mm-hmm. Like black characters that are strong mm-hmm. and powerful. Like my kids get so excited when we watch the Justice League. Yeah. And um, old dude, I can't even think of his name, but the Green Lantern. Lantern and he's black. And uh-huh. I'm like, there's a brown dude. Even watching things like Harry Potter, my kids have pointed out, oh, there's a brown dude in the back. Oh, I can do that, too. And you don't realize how important that is Mm -hmm. to your kids. I remember when um, Princess Tiana came out, and we we went to go see another Disney film, and Mm -hmm. then we saw the preview. And my youngest at the time, she looks at me in the previews, and she goes, hey, she's like, Mama, I didn't know that... I could be a princess, too. I didn't know that girls who look like me could be a princess. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, it immediately wants you to, you want to tear up. Because it's like... It chokes you up. Our our children don't see, they see that society doesn't see them as valued. Exactly. They see that they aren't And they pick up on that. So we may not have those conversations with our children, but they see it and they get it. Yeah. So it's important for our our children to see themselves. And that goes for brown families. That Mm -hmm. goes for Middle Eastern families. It's important for them to see themselves. Yeah, it is. It's... It's so weird to me because I just didn't expect to have that conversation. And this had just happened last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Because we've been on our Harry Potter-ish right How's now. How's that going? We talked about that briefly. Girl, we, we, they trying to rush me out of this recording right now so we can go <laughs> home and watch more. Yes. I'm kind of into it, too, though. It's yeah, not, I told you you would like it. No, nah, only one of the main characters were black. but Yeah, I know. But I'm like, I guess we have to write those. Like, yeah. I, I, me as a writer, I am a writer. Mm-hmm. That's what I we need have to, to make write our those own stories. Kind of stories. And, and the, I think the market is pretty open now for that. And as and next week, once we talk about our fall TV shows, we'll get more into that. And we'll I'll give you guys information on the new shows that have, like, predominantly black characters in them so that, you know, we can support and we can be informed on that. Um, did you like that Raise the Roof situation? Yes. Whoop, whoop. I did. Thanks. I enjoyed it. I did, So. Too. After after thirty years, I think it's thirty years. No, twenty years. Vanessa Williams got the apology from Miss America. Did you see the little clip? I didn't watch the clip, but I read I read the story about it, and she said she was un, it was unexpected, but she enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so tell just in case there's some youngins who don't know Vanessa Williams. She's like a a singer and Actor. A, actress and model from like all these things started up in the '80s and all that kind of stuff. So she was the first African American um, Miss, Miss America. America. And I think like eight months into her term or whatever, there were some photos that were leaked. Some new photos nasty. that she did. There were some nasty photos. Can I? I mean, Tell they're me, on girl, the Google. Because I haven't seen them. What they, they look like? Oh, she was like one where she was like right in front of the girl's vagina. <laughs> and like, you know, and there's a couple where they're like, look like they're about to kiss and stuff like that. So, because I looked it up a long time ago. I was like, what's okay. going on with her? I heard, I heard they were pretty They were pretty racy. Now, what she said at the time was that they took some pictures and they told her that they were going to be in silhouette so you couldn't see who it was. So, of course, mm. she signed it trying to get some money or whatever. Yeah. And when she hit it big, they are like, okay, so we're going to sell these photos then because of this. And so, mm. she lost the crown. So, they Shicy. apologized to her. Now, if you watch the clip, the clip is pretty funny because it's almost like she was like, oh, that old thing, like, I didn't need y'all. I'm still successful. <laughs> she just waved it off like, oh, okay, well, I appreciate 
Shady. Girl, right. I used to love her on Ugly Betty. I loved Ugly Betty. Um, so, yeah, so I thought that was cute. It was, but you know what? She pulled out the crown because she said they never actually took the physical oh, crown. Oh, she still had. So she had, she had the physical. They took the title, but just couldn't take the my crown. crown. You can't take the crown. <laughs> you can't actually have it. So I thought that was dope. Yeah. Yeah, so, yay. Y'all needed to apologize. Who won? Miss Georgia, that they said? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't watch, watch I don't watch that shit. I don't watch it. <laughs> Congratulations. I mean, that, yeah. Was she black? Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know. The only reason why we talking about is because of Vanessa Williams. So there's that. I didn't know people still even watched or trained for that. I didn't either. I mean, I think the last time I watched some kind of pageant was the Miss Worldwide, and I was like Miss Jamaica, the Black Girl. Do you remember that? No. Okay. I used to. I used to do pageants. You did. You sure did. I, I just did the pageant wave. If you're missing it, but yeah, I did a couple pageants back in my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you all. do it now? You know what? One time I thought about doing like a Mrs. something or a whatever so I could just, so I could lose weight. I figured. Like, Did that had, motivate you? Because the last time I got really fit was for a pageant and I I got snatched. I got snatched. And so I was like, maybe I need to do another pageant. That'd be stressful. I, it'd hell. be too stressful for I ain't me. got time for that or time to raise no money for y'all. So another thing, so Sanai Lathan is kind of doing a... She's kind of venturing into the singing thing. How'd you Girl. feel about her little accompanying song to her movie? Okay, so first... It's called Emotional, and it features Deflo. Dejlo. Dejlo, however you say her name. Okay, so I, I saw it on Nicole Bitchy's site, I think it was. And I was like, Sana, you sing? Uh-huh. So I listened with the lyrics... I relate to because I, I don't, like the song. I don't necessarily like love the song, but I like the lyrics. The lyrics, as far as, yeah. Like she's really not a do. singer. I, I could see some. I could hear some things, but it it's was fine. a relatable song. It did what it was supposed to. do. A lot yeah. of singers aren't really singers, but you know. I mean, truth be told, <laughs> if you, uh, Britney. Yeah, you don't. You ain't really got to be a singer, but you. I'm. I'm covering for myself too. That's okay. Like, that's okay. You don't have to be a singer. You don't have to be good. You just have to have a song in your heart. You got to have that song in your heart. Deep you down. Express. But yeah, I felt that, and I was like, bitch. Yes, I do not deal no emotional ass niggas in in her case in that movie he was hella emotional yeah he was c- crazy yeah she could, could totally replace emotional with crazy and i like to say that it did open up at number one this weekend so well congratulations the i'm lifetime is going real far huh lifetime is going really far <laughs> did that not seem like a lifetime movie to you like it was cheesy it was it was cheesy it was very predictable but I'm going to give them props because they're black in the number one spot. Yay, do but it. But my thing, I and, and yes, it was cheesy and things like that, but I'm just happy that we have a different type of movie than we normally get. We normally get the crackhead movies. Yeah. We get the, the, the church movies, the slave movies. So seeing some little fluff, I'm here for I it. I want a nice romantic comedy, like a you've got mail situation. Um... What's that movie that was with Kevin Hart about last night? Is that, Was that similar to that? Oh, girl, I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> so you talking about what you want, and you ain't even watching the black movies that didn't come You know I don't watch black movies. Look at you. <laughs> if Tom Hanks ain't in it, I don't want it. I'm just playing, y'all. I support. I didn't know. Okay, I'll, I'll Google it. I'll look it up. It's, it's probably on Netflix, right? <laughs> it might be. That's the only where I'll, I'll watch it. I'll find um, it on Netflix. No worries. So, we have some new things going on. What? Oh, you want to talk about our YouTube? Yeah. Yay. Okay, guys. So, we have started vlogging. So, for those of you who don't know, that's like just video blogging. We're just recording ourselves with the camera. Being silly and goofy. Yeah, because I thought it would be cool if you guys got to know us a little better. The voices behind Sit With Us. Yeah. 
Didn't it's that sound dumb. so dramatic? It did sound dramatic. It was fun. Did you have fun, though? I did. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the next time. So we have it posted on our Facebook page. So go check yes, it out. It's on Facebook page. We have our YouTube now, which is Sit With Us. Um, it's The first episode is The Perfect Guy. So it's tr- you get to see our movie trip in a little yeah. bit more. So this is the first of many. So get you, get ready for it. We're going to do these weekly. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be awesome. It's kind of awkward, though, recording in public. It is, because people look at you, they don't understand what you're doing, but it's mm-hmm. like, whatever, you're just on your own little world. It's like, I'm on my hustle. Yeah, yeah. Trying grinding. To, I'm grinding for the fans. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we talked briefly about the fall. So yes. what are your favorite things about the fall? How do you feel about the fall, winter? Other than the scratchy throat situation I have going and on. And allergies. I am so ready for boots. I am like a boot season. I, I'm here for cardigans and boots. I want some knee-high, thigh-high situations going on. I like scarves. I try to even wear scarves in the summer. I'm, I do. I and we do. always call you out from the glad. Are you sick, girl? You sick today? <laughs> I just like a nice accompaniment around my neck. I like a nice adornment whatever i don't think scarves are fly so they i cannot are. wait to bring those back Ooh, bangs i get really bangs? excited bangs on your forehead is because, that just a fall thing well it's not just a fall thing however i think it's easier to carry off in fall because you're less hot so your bangs aren't sticking to i don't think forehead. that counts you it tried does them. it that does, does count, count. Got, Somebody comment on this. Are bangs more appropriate when, during the, when the you, fall? When no. So when you see the fall coming up, you're not like, oh, I'm going to get some bangs outside of you. You're thinking, 